Welcome to the Fancy Sports Cave. This is Sports Guy David. My co-host is on the last episode of Charged Up, Charged Up podcast for season one um, of it. So, Lucas, how you doing? I'm doing great, brother. How are you? I'm doing okay. Um, I did have a good time at the watch party. We raffled off a Philip Rivers jersey. It was, um, you know, I had to get a Philip Rivers jersey because, you know, this might be his last season. We'll talk a little bit about that. A lot of people showed up. We raffled off a lot of good things, and uh, thank you for my New York Pizza for um, being a great host. Lucas went a couple times. It was a lot of fun, even though we this has been a terrible season. Us Dyer fans still show up, and we are still there. So mm-hmm. thanks, everyone, for supporting me and everything. But going to the game, um, it looked okay for, like, the first half. It looked okay. We had two interceptions to get called back due to flags, but we end up getting the interceptions, so that was good. But um, what, what did you what did you like throughout the game? I know what there's not much to like, but... Right, okay. Well, um, just first off, like you said, it did look good in the beginning, and it looked like the Chargers really had a good chance. Um, you start off the game uh, punting it away, but then you have this long drive by Kansas City, but the defense holds up. It was a 15-play, 8-minute drive, but they hold into a field goal, and that's all you can really ask for at that point when a drive is taken that long. And then the Chargers get the ball back, and they score. And then at the end of the first quarter, it's 7-3, to three, and you think that they have a really good chance. Um, and at that point, I'm surprised, but it was a pleasant surprise. What are you thinking at that point? Yeah, I was like, okay, this is going good. I was like, all right, first quarter. And then it's just – it's so Charger fashion. Every time right. we score, they come right back and score us even harder. Like, I know the points are the same, but it just hits harder. For instance, we scored a touchdown, and then Marcom, um, McCole Hardman returns it for a fucking 104-yard right. kickoff return and loses all the momentum. That's what I'm really talking about. We lose the momentum once we get it, and that's such a charging thing to do. It is because at, we zoom over to the third quarter, and the Chargers are up 14-10, and then this is when the kickoff return happens, and this is when it starts to go all downhill because – that happens, and then we the Chargers punt the ball, and then you have that terrible play where you see Perryman and I think it was Michael Davis just jogging over, but Damian Williams breaks the tackles, and he just runs 84 yards down the sideline. And at that point, it was almost deflating for both sides of the ball because it felt like if the Chargers were going to have any chance to win this game, which I think everyone wanted because it was going to be – it's not. It's not certain if this is Philip Rivers' last game, but it just gets out of hand there. And um, Chargers get the ball and they get a turnover on downs. And they were really aggressive this game, and I felt good. And w- another good point that I wanted to talk about was uh, Melvin Gordon because um, at this point in the game, he starts breaking tackles. He's looking explosive, and I just I don't know if how to feel about Melvin Gordon at this point because it's been up and down and. It feels like each week is so long ago. I don't know, like last week and um, the weeks before that where the, the turnover filled and Gordon's fumbles. I don't know. Do you think this game has any – has he redeemed any value um, by the way he played last night? Um, well, I tweeted out um, he's he's fighting for his, his life right now. He's fighting for a job. And uh, it looked like the first half he was keep on stutter stepping before hitting the hole. And um, I don't know if he heard me because I was like, he needs to burst into those – like right. a fucking SWAT team. Second half came in, and he did. There was, I think, a one time he ran for like 20 yards. I think it was his longest rush I ever seen him. He probably had a longer one, but I was, I was like, wow. You know, mm-hmm. he got the first down and more busting through tackles, and I like to see that. But honestly, 
what he did to the team really hurt. Um, yeah. And then there may be a case of too little, too late. Do you think? Yeah, a little too late. Um, he wasn't. He wasn't ready. He knows he fucked up, and um, I really wouldn't want to see him there next year. Yeah, we talk. It's been a recurring theme on just talking about Gordon and Eckler, and uh, you know, Gordon be a little too expensive, but especially with uh, the way some of the other guys have stepped up, uh, who's had a breakout year. The big one of the biggest guys is Mike Williams, and Mike Williams and Keenan Allen. They both had a thousand yard seasons. Congratulations to them and. Eckler was almost right there. He was, I think, nine yards away, which is kind of disappointing because might as well just give it to him. But um, at the end of the game, Rivers is, is Philip Rivers, and he's there to win the game. And he did all he could. Fourth quarter starts with a seven-minute drive. My goodness! And at any other point of time, that would have been great. But you just need to you just need to score at this point. And um, and then the Chiefs are the Chiefs, and they score immediately, seventy-two yards in two in less than three minutes for a touchdown. On another play where Damian Williams just breaks, uh, I don't know how many tackles he broke, but it was it was another it was just a heartbreaking thing. And then there wasn't enough time left on the clock, and Rivers is just chucking it up. And it was it was I don't know about poetic justice, but something irony or whatever it may be. But his last throw was an interception, and it's honestly it was it's almost fitting. But it it's sad to see that that this could be his last throw as a Charger, and maybe forever. Yeah, um, I was trying to look for a word, too. Um, I think it was, like, ironic. Um, but, yeah, fitting, I think, is the best word to use. And he's in the press. If you didn't, if you're a Charger fan and you did not even felt some type of way or um, you listened to Drake after the conference from right. Philip Rivers, then you're not a Charger fan. When he was pouring out his heart, he's like, you know, I, he literally tried as hard as he can, and, yeah, he throws interceptions when you're down by 10. You just try to make some plays. Like, he really said it, and, and like, he finally put it to rest, like, exactly what happened. Like, you, you're down right. by 10. You got to make plays. Shit happens, pretty much right. what he said. You know, it, it was kind of cool to see Rivers, for once, maybe these past few weeks, a little bit more than ever in his career, be just more more candid than ever and uh, raw, raw and genuine and expressing his opinion and not being – you know, because when you're up there and you're a leader your whole career, you, you just say the right things behind the podium. But this was what, uh, the times where it just felt like it was coming from the heart and it wasn't uh, it wasn't filtered. It wasn't politically correct. It wasn't just to please the media and state or whatever. You know, it was it was him being Philip Rivers. And and I think that every Charger fan can appreciate that um, it, no matter how the season went, just seeing Rivers be like that and and being being genuine it it felt it felt good you know for me i'm gonna speak as a fan i felt if you know respect because to for him to talk like that and uh he he's the only one that could truly talk like that in that locker room you know and and uh we just i just gotta say thank you mr rivers because you know, it was thank you for all the memories, and I, I I wouldn't have it any other way. You know, I mean, other than the Super Bowl, that's I could only say you know thank you for everything. Yeah, for real, Philip Rivers been my quarterback was since I first watched football back into fucking um he started in two thousand five. I don't really remember Drew Brees era. I was a little too young for that. Um, but Philip Rivers was been my quarterback. Um, we he's been through the fucking craziest things. A, for, a mm-hmm. franchise quarterback could ever do, and um, I think he deserved a little bit more than what he got. 
but I really do hope there. He said retirement is not an option. He will play for another team if the Chargers now do not resign him. Um, I really hope. So this leads into our what we've been saying for the last three weeks, his future. And people are saying, you know, do this game that might lead towards him getting released. But really, I really think there's a lot of talent in the first round, but I do not I do not see the Chargers going all in on a first round for a quarterback. Burrow is locked up for number one. We're not trading right. up for Burrow. I do not see the Chargers trading up two, three spots. That's going to cost a second rounder, a third rounder, a fifth rounder, some shit. It's too much when we could just re-sign him, let go of Melvin Gordon. Right. And and go from there. Like honestly, I this is what I would do. I would I would take offensive guard at six. Go defense three, maybe a def- a nose guard. We definitely need a nose guard, maybe some depth at the at the Jack Boys. Three, I would definitely want a wide receiver three. We need one. And then four, five, six, seven is all up for great up for grabs. Resign Melvin Gordon, cut Mel or cut Melvin Gordon, re-sign Phillip Rivers, re-sign Henry, Bosa, all the big guys, and um and go with Eckler, Newsome, bring him back from the practice squad, Tremaine Pope, and um, Justin, Justin Jackson. Jackson. Yeah, I completely agree with that. And I and um, the reasoning is, I mean, there were throws yesterday where Rivers were, was completely on point, and uh, he could still play at that level. And you know, I, I want to go to war with this guy for another year, at least another. And I don't see the Chargers trading up because I I, I think of the Chargers and I think of what kind of quarterback that, that that would fit perfectly. And I think the only answer there would be Burrow, but that, that's out of the question. And I don't, I I wouldn't see I wouldn't want to see anyone other than other than Burrow if it wasn't Rivers there. So I that's that's my take on it, and I think that Rivers really deserves another chance. And just I I I think that this year is a bump in the road, and also it's gonna be I think Anthony Lynn's last stunt next year if he doesn't get it done. And I think that it's either at least AFC Championship next year or bust, and there might be a complete overhaul. And even this year, I don't even know if Gus Bradley's position is safe, just because how it how volatile the situation is. It is the pressure in that front office. I wouldn't want to be Tom Telesco right now. I wouldn't want to be. I mean, no one wants to be Dean Spanos, really. <laughs> but <laughs> but I wouldn't want to be either of those guys because this is is so imperative this off season and and the pressure. I I feel as a fan, I feel pressure for this team um, just because. It's so it's so uh, important for them to get a good a good start next year, especially with this new this new stadium. Yeah, I think the pressure is there, and I think um, I think uh, decisions are going to be made off of impulse, off of pressure from social media. Um, the fans are not going to be there. That's a lot of people think the fans are not going to be there. I'm telling you, the fans are. They do not want to go to a soccer field to to watch the Chargers play. This new state of art stadium, Charger fans are going to be there type of fans are going to be there. Tickets are going to get sold. I don't know why there's so much pressure. Social media is telling everyone to be pressured. Um, social media is just, I think, ruining a lot of things. But um, I really think that Anthony Lynn is a great coach. He just got, I think the Chargers got drawn a shitty hand. And they just yeah. try to bluff their way all the way as much as they can. You know, and we're in every single game. And it wasn't just coaching. It's really, it all boils down to offensive call um, play calling and offensive line. I mean, that's really right. what it is. And we got to, I think Shane Snyder is not there next year. I really hope he's not. Um, I know this is his first year 
and it sucks to say well, I, I feel kind of bad because you know it's a it's someone's life and job here but um he got the job halfway through the season so maybe they give him another shot i'd like to see if someone experienced an old head coach at that position i like us bradley we're fourth against the pass um i think we're 20th against the run that needs to change nose guard like i said draft him anthony lynn yeah. i think is a great coach he's a great leader great person and i think he regardless of what happens next year he's he's definitely going to be there um, they wouldn't do him like that. I hope not. But, you know, it's the Chargers. So we never know what's going to happen with the Chargers. So um, that's my take on on what's going to happen in this offseason. I just I want some moves made, but it's the Chargers. So I'm not getting my hopes up. But I really, I really want some moves being made. Yeah, so this has been the sixth or seventh year. Let me just count one second, two, three, four, five. Yeah, so this is the seventh year under GM Tom Telesco and – um, this is going to be the third losing season, only the third, but it's, it's, it hurts a lot because of the direction that the team was heading, you know, 2016, five and 11, 2017, nine and seven, 2018 last year, 12 and four, and then now going five and 11 again, it's a huge step backwards. And, um, I just hope that it's one of those situations where you got to take a step back to go two steps forward, you know, and you learn the hard way who you really need, um, Melvin Gordon, you don't really need. I think that Austin Eckler has that that Christian McCaffrey type ceiling, and then you solidify that offensive line. You have more time. You get that a pure third wide receiver, a slot, another maybe another slot guy, um, because Mike Williams and Keenan Allen can get it done, and Hunter Henry is there, but he's just the tight end. We we was apparent yesterday because Andre Patton dropped two huge balls, and one of them was a potential touchdown. And uh, it just went right through his hands, and it, and it was it was sad because it, it was a player that me and you were high on, and and we were hoping that this guy could make a name for himself, but uh, it, it it wasn't there, and it wasn't in the cards, and he's probably gone because the and the Chargers really do need that third guy, and that's maybe the last missing piece on the offense besides the offensive line, but besides that, I think that that makes that team whole, and then the nose nose guard like you said, and maybe maybe another linebacker. And a safety because the safety plays last week or not last last week yesterday was atrocious. Um, you have Drew Tranquil trying to cover Tyree Kill. I mean that's unacceptable. And as a safety, you have to recognize that. And we don't know because what if Nazir Adderley just comes back next year and just fits in perfectly? You know, that's for some reason the sophomore year for the Chargers draft picks is always their best year. So um, we still have to look out for that. And there's and and the thing that the Chargers fans have to appreciate about what Tom Telesco has done. I know that the motions are high and the, the scars are still fresh from, from this season. The wounds are fresh, but he has built a really good foundation for the future. You know, he's, he's neglected the offensive line and that's, and that's a really big part of the, um, the lack of success this year. But do you have to be looking at the skill positions everywhere? And I think that you have to be happy, don't you? Yeah. I'm, I'm very happy with um, our players. We got, yes. Yeah. So, you know, I think that, and I think I'm I'm finally happy that the the Chargers season's over. Just uh, just to breathe a little bit and enjoy football without the pressure of, and and the, you know, the disappointment of seeing uh, the losses this year. But uh, it's it, it there's stuff to look forward to, and I and I could and I could take a step back and look at this objectively and say, look, they, this is a team that it's not going to take five years to rebuild. You know, that the rebuilding is is just a few players away from being right again. Yeah, and um, my liver thinks thanks the Chargers season being over. Um, <laughs> my uh, my therapist, my doctor, 
Um, I could get off the meds and um, get off the couch from talking about how I feel. But uh, all seriousness, all seriousness, um, it's been it's been a great it's been a great season. Uh, not just you know football, just the fans and everyone um, yeah. tailgating. I think tailgate's going to be very interesting next year because I think there's only one tailgate. And uh, so it's going to be one big tailgate. I don't know exactly how that's going to work, but you'll definitely see me there. And hopefully you'll see me in the press box next um, next year yeah. as medium, both me and Lucas. So we got a lot of exciting things coming on. But I do not want to end this last Charged Up Charger podcast on a, on a sad note. So um, we got a lot of things looking forward to. I'll be covering a lot, me and Lucas and a new member, Julian, will be covering um, the offseason. We're going to be covering every team. We're not just I'm, right. just, I'm sports guy, Dave. We don't just cover charges. We cover the whole NFL. We're going to talk, we're going to break down every single team, division, draft. It's going to be pretty interesting. Last year I did it. This year we're going to do it again. And hopefully you'll see us in Vegas um, in the for draft. For the draft. For yeah. the draft. Um, I'm real excited for that. There's a lot of ex- exciting things to do. I'm making more stickers. I'll be making some shirts too. So um, make sure everyone gets a sports guy, Dave, sticker and a shirt, everyone out there. But, um, but yeah, um, this was a great season of Charged Up, Char- uh, Charged Up Charger podcast uh, season two. Whenever um, the training camp starts, I will hopefully be there too as well, um, watching the players uh, play. But uh, I think a lot of moves got to be made, and um, I don't know if it's going to happen or not. But I want to see a lot of. If I want to see moves being made, like me playing Madden. I stay four yep. hours trading players, <laughs> signing players, restructuring contracts. I feel like I'm a good GM, so they better be me and Madden. Or I'm pissed. But um, no matter what, we're still going to be here because we are the best diehard fans in the NFL. Lucas, where can they find you on social media? Well, real quick, I just want to say um, thank you to the listeners um, for listening to us every week. And it's been a, a great ride. And thank you, David. Um, don't say it enough. Uh, and thank you, Gio and Fantasy Sports Cave, for adding me onto the team. You guys really changed my life. And I, I love you guys to death. And yeah, I just appreciate you guys and have a happy new year. And please get get home safe, everybody. No drunk driving. But uh, come t- talk to me, football, on Twitter, at SugarfieldLucas, and on Instagram, Lucas underscore Reyes. Well, there you have it. Go ahead, follow me, Sports Guy David, on every single social media. Um, I'm going to hit Facebook. I have a Facebook, but Facebook is kind of hard to tap into. But I'm going to tap into Facebook soon. But, yeah, uh, Happy New Year. I, I barely realized tomorrow. Today's New Year's Eve, right? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think I think New Year's is uh, New, New Year's, Year's tomorrow. Oh, okay, the thirty. Yeah, okay. I never know. Goddamn, this is the period where you don't know what time it is. You don't know what day it is. <laughs> For real. Um, but yeah, next year there's a lot of big things coming next year. So keep an eye on everything on that. And then we'll be here Friday. Uh, we're gonna try a new thing out. Um, DraftKings uh, three way head to head to head matchup and see who has a better playoff match up with me lucas and julian it's gonna be a lot of fun um i still haven't organized it yet but i'm still gonna i'm gonna make it happen but there you have it for the last episode of charge up charger podcast thank you everyone and uh you're not gonna hear the end of me i'm gonna be still on the fantasy sports game on spotify just on a different podcast so there you have it for the last time i'm tearing up a little bit for the last time <laughs> from sports guy david and lucas reyes i'm out